0: welcome to fruit snacks a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the christian worldview in a bite-sized format Hey everyone, welcome back to another week of Fruit Snacks. Today we have another special guest. I'm doing another interview and uh, this time it is with Mike Tertorici who is one of the elders at our church, The Oasis in Gilbert, Arizona. But Mike also happens to be uh, a teacher in the uh, public schools. And so I wanted to have Mike on because as I talked about with Brady before and, and I mentioned on the last interview that I did, Uh, with my dad, that I wanted to start doing some interviews with people who have unique perspectives on different areas of life and to just get their thoughts on what it might look like to think from a Christian perspective about those specific areas. Because if we're Christians, we believe that as Christians, there's really no area of our life that is off limits from Jesus or from our worldview. And so there should be a Christian way to think about everything. And so that's why I wanted to have Mike on for, to get a Christian perspective on his work as a teacher and all that stuff. So to sort of kick us off, Mike, can you, for people who aren't familiar with your background, can you give us uh, some brief background on your work as a teacher? Uh, How long have you been teaching? What do you teach? And sort of what's, what's the age group of your students, that kind of stuff?
1: All right. Well, thanks, Steve, for having me on. I'm excited to be here, and I hope I can bring some insight to things and uh, just, uh, you know, kind of continue in the vein that you started with all this world stuff, worldview stuff. It's really uh, compelling, and I like listening to your podcast. So, thanks for having me on. You bet. Um, I have been. I'm finishing my 25th year in teaching at uh, McClintock High School in Tempe, and it's a high school district only. And uh, so, I started in '96. And uh, after getting my master's from Grand Canyon University in education, I was a political science major at ASU and didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew that college was the right place for me. And um, through a series of God kind of closing some doors, I finally listened to a mentor who told me, hey, you know, you should look into teaching. And I took a class and uh, really felt like that was the right direction for me. And um, so that just seems like yesterday. But... uh, it was a um, really great experience to go through teacher kind of education and then to be teaching, start teaching at McClintock, which is the only place I've ever taught besides my student teaching. Uh, my first few years, actually my first probably 18 years, I taught world history and uh, at AP level, honors level, introduction. Uh, I also taught criminal justice. And currently, last few years, I've been teaching government, and uh, psychology and most of my students are juniors and seniors i have a few sophomores sprinkled in but mostly i got the upper level students and through uh, teaching at mcclintock i've also been able to get a side gig also teaching at arizona christian university which i also teach government there i teach it fully online Uh, despite the pandemic we've been doing online for a long time actually there
0: i don't know if you know did you know that that arizona christian is my alma mater
1: I did know that I did yes. undergrad there. So, yeah. Were you there when it was Southwestern Bible college? Yeah. Okay. A million years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually taught on campus there. One of my friends was the Dean. And uh, so he kind of got me the gig. And so I, I've, I've been there for a while and it's, it's a good experience. It's different than teaching in the public school.
0: Oh, for sure. I bet. So I wanted to first ask you about, I guess, just some of your observations about your students. Uh, you work with students, Way more closely than I do. I I, I am the privilege of being the youth pastor, but I get them for like an hour a, mm-hmm. a week. And so, as yeah. a teacher, obviously you have way more time right. with your students uh, than I get to work with with my students. So, when you started teaching, even just go back—I don't know, ten ten years ago. Even what were sort of the big issues that you noticed your students were kind of dealing with, wrestling with, and 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 just trying to work out in their lives versus what are the issues that your students are facing now and kind of comparing and contrast those.
1: Okay, well, I'd like to say first off that I think students and young people struggle with some of the same issues despite the context of our current times, Uh, but there definitely has been a marked difference in the things that students are concerned about uh, over the last few years as opposed to early on. Uh, and our school has changed uh, quite a bit um, we used to be kind of a major player in in the school system and as people have moved out into the valley they have uh, uh, our school has declined in enrollment and our, our population has changed and I think when I first started teaching and even for you know like you said ten fifteen years ago uh, some of those issues that students faced were you know typical high school concerns about you know, college or what's next in my life. You know, how do I, how do I get a girlfriend? Uh, I mean, I literally had kids ask me, hey, Mr. T, how do you, how do you meet girls? You know, I I just, you know, I never was, you know, that never was going to cross my mind when I'm going to teacher school. Like kids going to ask me about that. (laughs) So that was interesting. Um, So, you know, it was kind of those typical traditional things. But today, I mean, maybe this seems obvious, but there's just a lot of fear, There's Mm. a lot of anxiety. Uh, Kids are still worried about going to college and how am I going to pay for it? But there's this added layer of, should I come back to school? And, you know, I'm seeing higher uh, rates of kids being concerned about um, not so much grades, but just about maybe their family situation and, you know, trying to make ends meet. there, There feels like there's a lot of apathy as well today. Kids are lost and... And they've always been lost. We've always, you know, as humans, we're lost. But it just seems more acute lately.
0: It seems like a lot of, uh, I mean, th- that reminds me of this idea. I, I heard, I can't even remember who, but someone was talking about it uh, last week, I think. I was listening to something. And they were just talking about how, you know, we have that sort of those basic needs that need to be met, right? right. Like, right. It, it's very difficult to th- to think, if not impos- impossible, to think about you know, higher level stuff like your relationships or if you're starving to death, right. You have to have shelter and food and all that stuff taken care of. And it sounds like for a lot of these kids, whether it's because of their family situation or just life in general, like they're not getting past those Mm -hmm. basic needs, uh, so that they can really focus and concentrate on the more important stuff.
1: Oh yeah. That stuff is definitely more acute right now. We have uh, more things in place to try and, uh, help with what they call food insecurity, homelessness. You know, kids have a lot of access to technology. Even the kids who don't have a lot of money, they don't still have a cell phone. But uh, just getting to school, getting time. I mean, I have students who are working beyond what they should be working just to go ahead and help out the family. And and admittedly, my school is not as affluent as it used to be. Uh, but even out i think that affluent areas you're still going to have kids who are going to have to struggle with those things and so for me to to talk about hey here's why it's important that you're a citizen or why you vote or uh, you know even when i taught world history to talk about you know events that i think are, think are really cool and interesting and impactful to the world a lot of kids are like okay just kind of tell me what i need to do to get out of here because i got to go to work or i got to I got to find a way to get to college or I, I got to go take care of my kids. My, well, maybe my kids, not so much, but my, my siblings. So, you know, these things that as a teacher, you know, I think are really uh, important, either are not, and that's kind of tough to handle sometimes.